0: the racing addicts it's like a circle great racing circle that's staying in great racing circle brought to
1: you by where, where, where's my endorsement oh that's staying in no no the racing addicts you would R- R- ready it <laughs> doesn't work like that
0: Stand by the racing addicts. Stand by the racing addicts. would. Racing addicts are back following a weekend in Vegas with the NASCAR series. We got uh, Chase Elliott's snowboard injury. We got John Hunter Nemechek wrecking every car on the racetrack, and we have the Hendrick dominance. Let's do it, Mitchell. How are you feeling tonight, buddy?
1: You know, I'm not feeling too good. I'll be honest with you. Uh, my bets were terrible this week. My <laughs> predictions were terrible this week. And uh, usually Vegas to do really well. But um, if you're going off of uh, predictions for the weekend, not too good. But I'm doing pretty good as far as uh, health-wise. So, so. yeah, okay.
0: okay. All right. I'm glad to hear for health. Uh, yeah, I think none of our picks were even close. Like it Today did totally not forgot. end at all how I expected it to.
1: Uh, I totally forgot Hendrick had a good package here. Um they were good last year at this race. They were great in the fall, but they were really good at the spring race last year. And I just assumed that they wouldn't be. So I didn't really watch practice this weekend. I didn't have a chance to watch like a full race other than the cup race today. Okay. Um so it's been kind of like I'm gonna try my best, I guess, to to see what um see what happened. I know Deegan got wrecked, wrecked and whatnot, so we'll get into that.
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i guess i guess we're leaning on me for data that's scary uh we I, do, are. <laughs> I do have my notes so we'll see we'll see how close we can get um so we'll we'll kick it off from the very beginning chase Elliott out for several weeks as per hendrick motorsports um i, I saw one estimation six to ten weeks for snowboarding injury in colorado holy crap that's huge that's
1: huge. That's really huge, and I think it's ironic because, as a Casey Cane fan, and as you can see, oh, where am I? At? Over here. Yeah, the other way. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that when I, you know, that five car. Oh my god, a five car that he raced. Um, Kendrick had an issue with him racing sprint cars because of safety issues, and all of a sudden now it's okay. So this conversation, I have a little bit of a grin because I'm like, oh. Ironically, it <laughs> right. was hard on Casey, yeah. but it's okay when other people do it. And honestly, you gotta live your life. I I, I understand that a hundred percent. You know, if you're making millions of dollars, and my I I wouldn't be snowboarding during this season. Maybe like right after, but you know, you gotta live your life. I guess, and and if if it's you know not in the contract, you can do what you want.
0: Yeah, and and, and Kevin Harvick actually came out in support of Chase Elliott. Uh, essentially, said. You know, you've got to live your life. You've got to do what keeps you sane. Because obviously we know the Cup Series schedule is complete insanity. Um, oh, 36
1: so, weeks of the year. It's oh
0: insane. Oh, my gosh. So I, it, yeah. it looks like the drivers are all supporting Chase in the decision. And, and obviously, it, from what I understood, it was a. it wasn't that snowboarding itself was inherently dangerous. It was a freak incident that occurred. So, like, theoretically... It could have happened to anyone. I mean, it could have happened when we drive to the track, you know?
1: Yeah. I think Harvick said that he could have tripped over a cat or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard that too. Like, so it, it, you know, he makes a good point and, um, you know, I don't think any driver wants their life to be suppressed, I guess, when it comes to their fun and things like that. And they're, you know, with race car driving and the way the system is, all you got to do is win a race. Chase will probably get four wins anyways. I mean, it's not like it's going to change anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, are, I, I would imagine we're assuming he's going to get the waiver, but it's, I, it's probably relevant, I guess, to how many he misses. But what, what, what do you think happens with all of that?
1: Well, I honestly believe if it's a, you shouldn't only get a waiver if, if it's a NASCAR related incident. I truly believe that's how it should be. That's the risk you take. But I know that he's going to get the waiver. It's Chase Elliott. They're not going to allow him not to have the waiver. It's just the way it is. Yeah, and anybody, I think, You're I mean, right. Kurt Busch, uh, yeah, anybody that that gets, hurt, but Kurt Busch was hurt in a in a race car. So, but I, if I if I feel like the right way to do it is only give waivers to people that got hurt in the sport, not away from the sport. But I know they gave it to Tony in the past um, and things like that. So, um, yeah, they're going to give him the waiver. I, I I can
0: see that happening. I think so. I I could see that decision wavering depending on the amount of weeks that he's out. Because I think if it's, I think if it's two to three weeks for me, it's a no question. Like waivers, are obviously, going to happen. If he's out six weeks, I don't know. You know, that's where I start to uh, maybe well, he might actually say? not get. Like, it? like
1: I don't even know what the rules say. Like I don't even know what the handbook. I know the policy book. Someone told me he's like five hundred pages long.
0: <laughs> I um, have not no, seen kidding. Bob the the Bob Parker's tweet on that, so I'm not sure. He's my have, he's my good. Yeah, they haven't
1: even they haven't even talked about it. Like, I mean, us fans have talked about it, but like, as far as like media wise, like I've been looking and I'm like, waiver yet. waiver. like, no one's like, I don't know. Like it hasn't really been talked about in the media yet about is Chase Elliott going to get a waiver? Cause like, do they really want to speculate that, you know? And, you and, really and want-
0: I, I think that's why they haven't maybe. Cause it, I've noticed everyone has been real tiptoey on information. Um, yeah. Because it's and, your golden yeah.
1: child. I'm not trying to be mean, but like he's the most popular driver and you got millions of people watching every week. Like I'm curious what the ratings will do this week. Cause he didn't race or even next week because people might have tuned in and said, Oh, there's no chase. Elliott. <laughs> you know, like the casual yeah, I, fan that doesn't have social media. Might have tuned in and said, Oh, where's Chase Elliott. <laughs> it's
0: like, Oh shoot. I, I feel, I feel like I would be shocked if it actually affects viewership, but you might be onto something. I, I mean, I, like really I'd be surprised, but maybe you're right. Uh, it just came to my head, so I don't yeah, really know. No.
1: I mean, it's just it's just it's an idea. I could see it affecting it if it's long term, but um, I don't know. I think a lot of his fan bases are around you know young adults in a way, twenties and thirties and forties. You know, so I, I think they'll still tune in. There's a lot of if you're if you're a Chase Elliott fan, there's a good chance you still like William Byron and Kyle Larson. So well,
0: that's true. You know. Yeah, it was still a good day for you. I mean, yeah, Hendrick kicked butt today. Yeah. Like, it,
1: I missed it. <laughs> I missed the, I missed uh, the lineup, man. I didn't put a single Hendrick driver on, and I should have. Yeah, I, I should have I mean, put Bowman on. I should have put Larson on. I should have put Byron on. I mean. Shoot
0: (laughs) well, and and I was in the same boat because we obviously on the podcast last week, I think you picked Logano and I picked Blaney, like we were all team Penske camp, like it's going to be a Penske weekend, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just figured it would work, (laughs) which normally carries some water. Um,
1: like like they're not running 15th usually, usually they're running like top eight, so yeah, but there wasn't even that.
0: And and even through practice and qualifying, like it was all Penske Fords, and I thought, man. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a 22-12-2 bloodbath. And the green flag dropped, and they dropped to the back. Like, it, it just I, – I know it was a lot cooler today, and it was a little more overcast. And I'm, I'm assuming that's obviously what the helped 40s. the Chevys. I think it was in the 40s today. Dude, it, it looked cold. so freaking cold. Like, I've never been more glad to not be at a racetrack than So I was actually today.
1: at this race before. Um, I went there during spring break. It's like my old spring break. People go to the spring break parties. I went to the NASCAR race in Vegas. I support um, this. Was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it was like 2018, I think, and um, or 2019, but Harvick won. I remember, and it wasn't warm. It was probably high 50s, low 60s. But in the out west, it's there's no humidity and it's dry air, so oh, so it feels so like cold. 30. Yeah. Yeah. So like 90 degrees feels like 75. You know, oh, that's out.
0: brutal. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. So, I mean, it looks just fine. I mean, if it's like there's the hot dry heat's a little different, I guess, but, um, but it just, it just was a little chilly. So, I mean, I could, this race usually does have that effect, but last year's race was controversial. Like a lot of people spinning out and stuff. I don't know if it's just because it was a new car in mile and a half um, last year, I, if, but
0: if I remember correctly, it was a lot warmer last year. I think this was like a 20 degree so. temperature swing. If and yeah, I could be, be off because I'm that's just off memory, but it it felt like it was a lot warmer because you I know you were struggling grip and today there was I mean there was moments but man it felt nice like there was a lot of moment. grip today.
1: The only moment I saw was people hitting the wall off of two or four. So I mean that's that's because they're tight or whatever. But I mean I didn't really see a whole lot of uh loose race cars and usually that's what you see, right? Especially with this package and and whatnot, but. That just shows, man, weather, weather plays an effect. And, uh, you oh, know, crazy. like Martinsville, for example, you know, was,
0: <laughs> I knew we were going to go there. Yep.
1: I mean, it was a bad race, but it's the, and not just because of the package, but it was like 29 degrees outside.
0: This like, car, wasn't any, this car does not do well in cold. and And I would argue most no. cars don't race well in the cold, but it feels like this car, especially when it's cold out, just, yeah, just button up. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna suck.
1: No, for real. Yeah, it definitely will. Uh but I mean, overall, you know, I you know, I made that comment on Twitter and some people like quote to me about it. I was like, you know, maybe we should have tore down Vegas instead of Auto Club. Uh but I was actually oh, just Fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. in a way. Like Vegas isn't a bad track. It's just like bad combo what we got today. But uh
0: And not know. every weekend's gonna be amazing. You know what I mean? Like I'm no, I'm okay with not. that. I I, I, and, I accept this.
1: And it was consistent through every series. I felt like, you know, I watched the last thirty percent of each, you know, Xfinity and truck race, but I didn't see a caution once, except for the Xfinity race when Josh Berry spun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> which truck, happened multiple like, times. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, uh, yeah, so just in general, it was just kind of, I think, that weekend where long runs were were a thing, and honestly. I kind of missed long runs. It, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It was a normal NASCAR race from probably you know felt like 2004 again. You know, no, like three cautions. You had stages, but if you didn't have stages, you know, it felt like a 2004 NASCAR race. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it was some wicked long run. There was there was really good moments, and I think that's what saved the race. Also, like three fire trucks just rolled by my house, so oh, wow. H- hence my distraction. So I saw red lights and heard noises. So. Um, I mean, we did have some, some decent moments of racing. I thought, you know, it, I, I think at least in my book on the, on the Jeff Gluck poll, I feel like it's enough to push it to a yes. Um, there wasn't for a moment that I was, I was leaning towards a no today on the, on the Jeff Gluck race poll.
1: Yeah. I'll say yes. I'll give it a yes. It was a classic NASCAR race. Um, there were some good battles throughout the field. I mean, there was the, the battles from like 10th, through 25th i mean i think there was side by side everywhere you went with that um especially like i was on cory's onboard on the uh, nascar.com and you could i mean there's people too wide trying to pass each other it was hard to pass i felt like um but there was battles so everybody's kind of going the same speed it seemed like
0: yeah no there there definitely was um I had a follow-up for that, but I, I just completely lost it. So uh I'll I'll just I'll just agree to agree on that. And uh yeah, I, I thought there was some definitely some moments in the in the cup. Since we've gone this far in the cup, I feel like we're just gonna we're gonna stick with it and just talk about cup first. Um
1: Yeah,
0: that's fine. Uh Ford's to me were the big shock today. Uh I mean obviously Stuart Haas was like bad. Like bad, bad, you know, and and Penske was eh. And then RFK, Brad had some speed, but the 17 was off. I mean, it was, I I was shocked to see how slow the Fords were today. Like they just got, it it was like 2021 all over again.
1: Yeah. I was kind of surprised to see that too. Um, it was definitely, they were definitely slower and that's, I think, you know, that's, that's what threw me off as well. Um, wasn't predicting that at all.
0: Yeah. No, no, me neither. Um, so, yeah, two natural cautions is all we had. I'll raise, by the way. I did note that down. We had uh, we had the incident with uh, J- Joseph and Bradley. And then, uh, of course, we had Eric Almarola um, trying to Mar- make the Almirola. end exciting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and actually, sorry, this was my earlier point. I just remembered this is great. I don't know how closely you were paying attention on the end uh, right before Almarola hit the wall, but will he be actually had the potential to make that interesting even without the caution because it because I think the caution came out with four to go and in the three laps previous he knocked the, the distance between him and Larson from like five seconds to two. So the twenty four uh, yeah. was coming. Now I don't know if he could have done anything because you know getting there and passing are two different things. But regardless of the Green White checker, I th- I think the twenty four is gonna at least have a shot at this regardless.
1: Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. I was kind of multitasking. Um,
0: you were but, working uh, today. I was not working, so yeah.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I was just trying to kind of get some stuff done for this week. But uh, yeah, I mean, like um, I did not know that, and that would have been interesting. I was, I did have have it up, and I had Corey's, you know, scanner on my uh, my AirPods or whatever. So I was kind of hearing a little chatter about, okay, like it's getting a little more interesting up in the lead and stuff. But like, I wasn't. I didn't realize he was five seconds back or anything like that. It's kind of casually watching.
0: Yeah, I mean that, that's understandable, and the broadcast didn't really cover it because reasons. Because um, I want to go I, into I, those reasons now. I we I feel like we, <laughs> we beat up to. Fox so much, and like for the most part, it was yeah. a good broadcast. But I mean, Danica Patrick was exactly what we expected her to be. And we got one more week I could her. tell
1: Clint was irritated.
0: Yes. Did you hear how often he was interrupting her? He was like, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm just yeah. done with this.
1: <laughs> He's like, Danica, that's what do they do.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Like,
1: oh, my gosh.
0: Like, have you been around racing ever? Like, you feel like you should know some of this by
1: now. You know, and, and I'll be honest. I think when Harvick is in the booth, um, I think Harvick's going to have more energy than he probably did during the Xfinity race. I felt like he was very, like, mono. Right during
0: yeah, the I, race. And, and oddly enough, I still liked him, but I do know what you're talking about. I, 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 do I think agree Clint's going to get
1: him like a little, I think Clint can make him a little more excited, right? I think Clint can kind of, because I think they were teammates for a while in RCR. And then with Stuart Haas, they probably have some chemistry with Harvick and Blaney. I don't know. Like, I mean, technically they're still competitors. So I don't know if it was like, this one of those things where he, Harvick might, might've just been kind of holding back a little bit. But I think once he's retired and things, i felt like on the Mini broadcast he was kind of like um not just not normal harvick it was just kind of like mono either he was tired or what uh but it wasn't bad it was a good broadcast either way
0: um and that honestly might have been it i saw um they added blaney to the <laughs> to the promo i don't know if you caught that yesterday <laughs> i no. guess they got sick of okay. getting crap because it was like Three races in a row that Blaney was guest commentating and they had everyone on the promo, but him. so I noticed he was like front and center on it. And I'm like, yeah, I'd, yeah, that's fun. That's
1: good though.
0: <laughs> but, but no, I, I agree. And, and honestly, I'm excited to see Harvick in the booth. Cause I, I really like him. I like his personality. I'm hoping Clint stays. I assume that's the, the game plan. He ain't going
1: anywhere. He's yeah. not going anywhere. The, the,
0: he... the, combination of Harvick and Clint every week, I think is going to bring Fox up a whole other peg and, that's nothing I I love Mike Joy. It's nothing against Mike Joy. I just think that driver combo is, is gonna be solid.
1: I agree. And yeah, I think we touched on it last week a little bit about what our thoughts on the future of all that. Um I can't remember if we did or not, but uh I know like I think I could see Harvick being play by play eventually and whatnot. But oh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah overall, you did. You, I I forgot you did mention that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it
1: should be interesting to see what happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. So, we had that. Um, we'll just go backwards in time. We had the Xfinity race on Saturday, and uh, again another really long run to close it out. But we had an incredible finish, and it was kind of that old. Like it, it did remind me a little bit of like '90s NASCAR because it was a long run
1: that, oh, that led right. to a That's really right. close finish.
0: Yeah, and and it yeah. was it was clean. Everyone raced hard. And we had a good, you know, ish three way battle for the win. I mean, it, I think Austin Hill kind of had the, had him covered, but it, it was cool to see the seven right there, you know, trying to make a jump on it. And obviously, the, the sixteen just burned his stuff. Like he was just holding on at that point. But man, I mean, like that was you, that was cool. Yeah,
1: if you look at the rundown, you see like, okay, Austin Hill won, Justin Allgaier second, Chandler Smith third. If you never tuned in, you would think, oh, well. Austin Hill must have dominated, you know? Yeah, no, I right? think he led like, like I mean, he did have a fast car. He led throughout the race, I think. Um, it's towards the end there. But uh, at the end there, Chandler Smith really, blew, he led a lot of laps. He did. Um, he very dominant. It looks like he led, I don't have that stat up here. Oh, no. Yeah, he led 118, 118 laps.
0: Yeah, that like, sounds right. Because it, it was kind of like the 20- the sixteen and the seven, I felt like we're the three, and then you know all of a sudden it's like here's the twenty one car. <laughs> well, actually, where, where did he come from? You know.
1: So Kyle Busch only led four laps, and then uh, yeah,
0: they they missed it completely. That that ten car just wasn't. I I never really I saw race winning speed all day out of that car.
1: No, and I was banking like I figured he would just kind Of come out blazing after last night, I,
0: I did but, too. Uh, I thought the triple header was going to be a possibility this weekend, and it just it looks I, it so really good wasn't
1: Friday night. And I didn't pick him Friday night, so I did. But, I mean, I, yeah, you did. I, I forgot to pick him <laughs> after saying he would do really well, so it's just it's dumb on me, but yeah, I mean, I feel bad for Chandler Smith in a way. Um, he does seem like he races better in these cars cleaner. I feel
0: like he's a cleaner racer. Way, the way cleaner. Like I, I, I think I was pretty open. I was not a Chandler Smith fan rolled into the season. You weren't and like last year. Uh, oh, I I'm wasn't so either. Harsh I'll be on honest. Yeah.
1: Like he was kind of racing kind of like, you know,
0: like a Toyota not, driver, not
1: friendly, <laughs> like a Toyota driver. And, and to be honest, the way you have to race those cars and trucks, or I should race those trucks and trucks. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's way different. Way different, it, it, it's it is, and you're
0: right, yeah, I agree with momentum, you.
1: Momentum, and you have to kill people's momentum by blocking them and chopping their nose like that's that's just part of the game, and I hate it, and that's why I kind of wish, um, Deegan would not do trucks again. I mean, it's such a different kind of it's just different, you have to race differently, and I just think she, do, she will do better in, um, you know, expanding, but Chandler Smith, I feel like, will do a lot better in Xfinity. um, just because I think. You could space yourself out. You have more options: high groove, low groove, middle groove. At some of these tracks, you don't have that option in the trucks. have yeah. enough power. No, you're right. So, so you're you're all kind of slingshots instead. But these Xfinity cars, you can make something happen by changing the way you drive and doing things with the car that you can't do in a truck. And it seems like he knows what he's doing so far. So I just uh he, he I, I could kind of I kind of had a feeling he was gonna get past there with two to go just because of um, how fast the 21 was gaining and the fact that he not only lost second or first, he lost second as well.
0: Yeah. The <laughs> seven blew right feel by bad.
1: him. Yeah, he did. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know if he killed his tires or he was just nervous, but. um.
0: Well, and that worry. was what I heard. I think he, I mean, he's a rookie, you know, no shame. Is, yeah. I think he just wanted to get as far out as he could. And from what I understood, he just, I mean, he smoked it getting out there and that was, that was it, you know? And uh, Austin Hill has kind of turned into this, like I, I view him as a veteran and I know he's not because he's only in his second year of Xfinity, but yeah. he manages a race like a veteran. And he, does. he, he does just kind of, yeah, like he held his stuff. And then just when it was go time, like dropped the hammer and then who's behind him. The other veteran of the Xfinity series, Justin Allgaier. You know, I. Yeah. It, was, it was, I mean, it was impressive. Like, obviously, I was rooting for the seven because that's my boy. Yeah. But, you know, um, it, it was a great race. I mean, I think Xfinity. Well, Trucks was good too, but I think Xfinity might have had the best race of the weekend again, which is.
1: I think so. I mean,
0: every I week, didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch
1: the full thing, so you, your guess is better than mine. But um, Xfinity looked really good out of the three. Seemed like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um and we did have a, with John Hunter Nemechek caused the first caution, uh spinning the 48 car, which was ironic because he also caused an accident the night before in the truck race. So it's good to see John oh, Hunter's back in the same form that we expect him to.
1: I didn't know he wrecked the 48, I had no yeah. idea that happened.
0: I mean he he drove it right in and hit him and spun him. I mean, I I I don't know of any scenario. That that was not either intentional or stupid, and you think you
1: think everybody's taking that Ross Chastain approach? Like I, I got no friends. This don't is me, don't give a know? crap tour. I
0: yeah, I, I mean I, it's a good good way to do it, I guess. You know, I still don't think John is- Hunter knows how to manage speed because he did huh. this in the Truck Series last year too. Well, the last two years in the Truck Series where he probably should have won half the races and easily won the championship, and he found a way to blow it almost every time I yeah. I just, I, I don't think he's mature yet at all. And now he's in a JGR Xfinity car, which duh is one of the fastest things out there. That's everybody wins when they get in JGR Xfinity cars. He's probably
1: going to lead every single race this year. He'll probably lead lot, probably. at least one
0: at and, every single race. And he'll time. win like two of them because he'll wreck in every other race that that's just, I, 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 I I would almost like to feel differently because I'd like to give him a little more credit, but it's like John Hunter's gonna John Hunter. I just I feel like I see the same thing out of him every time he races.
1: Well, I think he's kind of racing for a job too because he went from cup and or he went from went through the rankings and then went to cup and then went backwards with the trucks. He's kind of doing it all over again. So I think with Joe Gibbs racing, I think he feels there's a lot of pressure and he has to perform. Um, But obviously. You know, I I never raced the race car, so I don't know how hard it is to manage that kind of stuff. Um, but I just know I I think he's I think he feels like he's racing for a job to prove himself. And I think that's why he's more aggressive this time around than he probably was in the past. Because when he said Chip Ganassi, I don't remember him kind of doing these weird like you know bold like bold moves. Yes, but not like four wide. Like it's not going to work. So let's not do it. But right. He just he'll just stick it in there, and it's like like I still haven't seen the wreck with uh, Deegan. I can't find it anywhere actually on social media. Really, uh, so that's I, bizarre. I, can't, I thought someone would post
0: it. The trucks just I couldn't find it anywhere, so I have to go back and look at it. But um, have to do some digging for that one. He he basically yeah. made it four wide, and there just wasn't room. And he he arrow pushed Deegan. Deegan got loose, and then they all just piled in. But it. It was just a dumb move, and, and and it was so early in the race. There was so much racing left. It, it was just, I, I don't know. I thought it was dumb. I mean, it it was a truck series move. I will say that. Like, right. it, it wasn't anything that we're not used to seeing in the truck series, but it's.
1: So maybe he needs to adapt, like like I said, the trucks race differently than Xfinity. And maybe he still thinks like you have to race like a truck. I don't know.
0: I think probably, yeah,
1: yeah, part of it when you, your body's a creature of habits and. Um, you know, like that's kind of like if that's, that's just a mistake he made, if he owned up to it, I don't know what his radio chatter was. He might, he might know what he did wrong, but maybe he felt like he didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. I haven't seen the rep.
0: So I, I guess, yeah, I don't, I just, I'm not a fan. <laughs> and uh, he's, Chandler he just, Smith's curse has brought on to John Hunter. No, <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't get, it. oddly enough, I like Chandler better now, but maybe that's just because he's with colleague. But,
1: well, I just you know maybe we should give it a few more weeks. We'll see what happens because it's, it's still early. You never know.
0: He could still pull it around. We'll we'll see. I mean, every everybody can go can both ways too.
1: Any of them, like Austin Hill, could all of a sudden just race differently, or you know anybody really. He could. It's it's so it's so early in the season. You just it's hard to tell. Like I mean, you could tell right now who's on it, but I, I just know in like six weeks from now or eight weeks from now, it's gonna be totally different people. That I think we're gonna be talking about.
0: It is and 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 I'm still surprised, and I know we're only three in for the Xfinity series, but I really felt by now that we would see Cole Custer kind of asserting some dominance, and really, it hasn't like I mean he's top ten, but we haven't really seen him be strong yet. I mean on, Riley on Saturday is he's not running yeah. And and I like, gave Riley a lot of crap, so like I, I need to apologize, I, I guess uh, first. That's
1: another but... top ten. His percentage just went up even
0: more. <laughs> now it's fifty one percent. Yeah, fifty one
1: percent. I he's going up, man. Like I think, oh, um, man. I think Herbs gets a win this year. I wish I would have said that in the beginning of the year, but uh, I, I I actually I think he is maturing. I think my friend uh, Derek he uh, was talking about it to me, and I, I I'm starting to believe that Riley herps is
0: maturing. So, See, that's that surprises me, but I mean, it, he's racing better this year. He really is. When's the so, last time he wrecked working? somebody
1: like on purpose, like, I can't remember the last time he kind of destroyed somebody like for a dumb move. Like I don't think we've, I don't think last year we even talked about him once making a dumb move, other than like few a few things. But um, I don't know. I can't really remember. So
0: maybe he maybe he stepped. Maybe this is the year for Riley Herbs. We'll never know, but. Yeah. Shocking. I, I I just, I mean, I think we all expected this year to be the Cole Custer show. And I mean, it's no. it's only week three. Like I'm, I, I understand, but man, I just, I expected to see more strength by now.
1: And well, what about Brandon Jones 21st? Um, he hasn't done much this
0: year, except wreck. Like, he's done wrecking pretty well. He's, he's and we good know, at hitting stuff.
1: And I, you know, I know last year with the whole Ty Gibbs thing, like, yeah, we were like team Brandon Jones, but I, you know, his whole career has been mediocre. I mean, he'll win races, and I think Joe Gibbs, he was finally starting to win like, really, like, big races. Like, he'll beat be Kyle Busch at Phoenix. I'm like, that never happens. That's out of the ordinary. Um, that that car was almost a championship-winning car last year. And yeah, year, dang
0: I close. I mean, dang close.
1: Yeah. Right now, it looks like the seven car is the hottest car at Junior Motorsports. If The eight car could probably be the hottest car, too, but he keeps kind of making mistakes. Well, and, and uh, but oddly
0: enough, you know who the second JRM car is right now? Sam Mayer. Sam, Mayer. Sam yeah, freaking Sam Mayor. Mayer. Like, I yeah. never would have put money on that. And <laughs> Well, he's, he's grown, man. Like, he's young. He is, and, and he's, he's driving. Like, he's yeah. making good decisions. He's driving. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. And then Josh Barry's running into everyone on the racetrack. I'm like, what happened during the offseason? Like, how is Josh just, Berry the weapon, and now Sam Mayer is the veteran? I just don't get it.
1: I think it depends on your mindset, man. I think like Josh Berry might think like, man, like he has a lot of momentum. It's a lot of people on his side right now, and I think he oh, you're, probably you're thinks right. he can you're make right. bolder moves. I mean, you got yourself a Chase Elliott deal, and and you, you know, I think I think they're gonna put Allgaier in the nine at Phoenix because Allgaier is really good at Phoenix. I, he I don't. He is really if good did, at Phoenix. If not put Allgaier in at Phoenix. There's a problem. And, and if, if, if 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 I don't know who else they would do it with, maybe. I would think it's a junior motorsports car because that's their, kind of their development. Purpose,
0: it it right? is well, but you know what? What makes sense about this? Because I actually thought about it because I was like, man, you'd think Alguier would be first in line, but realistically, is allguyer ever going to be a full time Cup driver at this point? Probably not. But Josh uh-huh. Barry, yeah. maybe. Could. So sure. I, I wonder at this point if if Hendrick is more invested in Barry than they are Allguyer. Like in and and I want Allgaier to go to the Cup Series, obviously, but. I also want him to be competitive when he gets there, but I just don't know. I feel like for him, that ship has sailed. Like I, I think I, he's just going to be a kick butt Xfinity driver for the rest of his career.
1: Either way, he he's made a great earnings in NASCAR. I oh know my he, gosh, uh, you
0: ain't kidding. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Like,
1: don't feel bad for Justin if he doesn't get a ten year full time Cup ride because I'm pretty sure he's a millionaire just from racing Xfinity. Um, well, and but he's made it he, to the
0: championship four in the second tier of NASCAR, like three or four years in a row. Fine. That's Even that's not a, a bad team. accomplishment.
1: <laughs> Frank Kimball made a career out of ARCA. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's it, back it, when it, ARCA he, meant something.
1: Yeah, it did, and they had really good drivers, forty car fields every week with top talents to, uh, throughout. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, so Justin, I just I could see him going to Cup if the is there and everything's right. But I think the, the chances are limited because of how full it is. And right. people don't really retire anymore. They take forever to retire. So if it was like, um, you know, if everybody retired at like 40, well, you would have, like Algar would probably have a chance. Well, Algar is almost 40, isn't he? I,
0: I think so. I, I think he's, I feel like he's upper no, 30s. Maybe I'm way off, but I think he's upper 30s. I mean, he, he, he just 30s. celebrated his 17th wedding anniversary. So like.
1: Yeah, he, he was probably he's, 20 when he got married.
0: Yeah. So he, he's probably forties. Yeah. I have to look that up.
1: No, he's not forties. He's probably late thirties, I think, but, um, he is at his peak right now. I was telling my one friend this last night, um, about him. I said, you're not going to see a faster Justin Agar than you are these next three years. And I think like, if he's going to have a shot in cup, or if he wants to have his go around at a championship, either in Xfinity or wherever he's going to get it in these next three years. I know every year there, 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 there are people in the broadcast say, Hey, I think this is this year for Justin Allgaier's championship and everything like that. I truly believe he will get it done in the next three years. I think his with the combo he has at that's uh, Junior Motorsports right now.
0: Right. He just looks
1: really good this year, and and and, and, I agree. Um, and he's due, man. Like I think he's going to win a championship. It's just he's, it's gonna he he has years. a
0: little more fire this year. I feel like than what he did last year, and yeah. I think that's going to help him. By the way, I looked it up. He's thirty six. So Yeah, so 36
1: to 40 is your prime, or 37 to 42 so, is your prime. So you're
0: you're right. I mean, let's assume he wins the championship this year. Do you think an offer comes down from somebody? Like, do you think someone says, holy crap, we should get this guy in our car?
1: Well, I think it can happen if Junior Motorsports opens a team up, and I think if we get some of these other teams that are running last place, like BJ McLeod, no mm-hmm. offense, but let's put some other competitive team in there that can run you know, top twenty or top twenty-five. Yeah. So then we can have a full field of you know good cup teams and everything like that. It's going to happen. Junior wants to be. He's I, he's I think so spoken about it. And honestly, Junior probably will be okay with having two charters. I can see him having two a two-car team or having a part-time car um, and a full-time charter because a part-time car a lot of these you know races you don't even get thirty you get thirty-six cars. You have four openings. Why do you need a Charger for a second car if you're going to do part-time? Like Art Power R- can do Phoenix and stuff with Junior Motorsports. I think he will have That's true. cup rides. I think he will run a put- part-time car- cup schedule or even race a full-time cup schedule depending on how successful he is in XP in these next few years. Um, I can see it happening. I'm not
0: going to roll it out. But It, I it think could be a thing. What if he could be like the, the Allmendinger colleague sort of gig?
1: That, you know, that same happening. idea. Yeah. And I, I think if it's going to go down, it's going to go down with
0: Junior. If he to I, I, I think part. so. I think that's the partnership that, that they're going to have at this point, which I, I like. It's working. You know what I mean? Like, it's Allguyer had so many crappy rides after he left Penske that I, I'm just happy to see him in a good partnership where it's working. You know, like, I, I would rather him, I mean, even worst case scenario, let's say he stays in Xfinity through the end of his career. I would rather him stay there and be relevant than run the Spire 77 car and cup series. Like that's, yeah. that's just as a fan, that's just where I'm at, you know?
1: And, and I don't blame you at all. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that 77 car. I know we didn't really talk about it for cup, but that uh, he was six laps down. I don't know if he had any motor issues or what, but that, I don't know what's going on there. That's
0: it's that's their, that's their, um, we just need to check to come home with car. I, I, uh, unfortunately, I when they announced they were going full time, I was optimistic. Like, Hey, maybe Spire's is going to take this seriously, but the good news I is they would they're, they're taking Corey more seriously. So like, maybe that's why they're taking Corey more seriously. I, I don't know. You know,
1: I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I, I kind of, I don't like how it, I like when teams work together, I like yeah. how like RFK works together. I like how in a way I think Hendrick works together they all kind of run the same speed. It seems like,
0: yeah, yeah I think that's so. No, I do.
1: Um, same with Penske, except they don't really work together well at
0: super speedways. <laughs> they wreck each other very well at super speedways. They do. That. They do.
1: And um, But they're hard competitors, but they all run about the same speed. Like, like Joey and Blaney this week were right along each other. I don't know where Cindric was, but I mean, <laughs> I know Joey
0: and Blaney. <laughs> he were, was in the race. That's about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was there. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of wish they would have kind of worked together better, but uh, we'll see.
0: We'll see what happens in the next few weeks no no I agree um, you know I, th- I think that that probably wraps up a lot of our Xfinity stuff um, and then you know just the truck series I, I thought we saw a pretty entertaining race I I, I thought it was good uh, Kyle Bush was the fastest but there was a lot of people running with Kyle Bush Friday night which was really cool I mean there's a lot of good moves happening and a lot of good Damn. racing Zane Smith dude he's gonna be in cup within the next year, I, I really think so he just looks so good out there, especially watching him run that competitively and that aggressively against Kyle Busch, I'm like this guy's I of
1: wish. I kind of wish they would put him in the 9 car <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I don't think Ford would allow that <laughs> no, but no. I, I,
1: I'd be curious to see how well he does I know he raced it with RFK there for uh, a race in the top 20 So sure uh, I think here right now he's the best free agent. I said that I think a few times this, this year already, but I'm gonna stick with it. Um, you know
0: what? You know what I'm calling right now? Bold prediction, craziness. <laughs> RFK is running stronger. They're want to. They're gonna want to keep building this, and they're not gonna want to lose a great asset like Zane Smith. I think RFK yeah. grabs a third charter from someone. I don't even care who it comes from, and I think Zane Smith is the third driver for RFK next season.
1: Because why put him in an Xfinity Win Cup? He could probably run just as good, develop. Yeah. I mean, he cars. did last
0: year. He ran 17th in his first ever race running the 17 car. And he's very composed. Like, I don't think he yeah. wrecks
1: race cars too often anymore. Uh, no. If, if anything, he gets wrecked um, by people. And he just knows how to manage a race. Like, like, that's a really key thing that you have to do in the Cup Series is manage the race. Controversy and everything. You got to avoid it. You yeah. got to manage the race and overcome it. Um, and make good decisions around your, your your peers and your your competitors. So uh, I think he's he has all the capabilities. He's very composed in his interviews. He's really good at interviews. I feel like he's um, is a different Zane Smith than he was when he first came to the sport. I'm not saying he was a bad Zane Smith, but you you could tell he developed and oh and massively, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He he went from just having speed to having. I don't know, results, <laughs> you know, yeah. in, in all reality. I mean, he, he, when he stepped into that 38 truck, it was a completely different experience. And, and it's weird because yeah.
1: you would think like the 38 truck, but it being a front row motorsports team, you're thinking like, well, you know, they'll run well, but they'll probably be like the 25 truck where, you know, they have two or three tracks they can win at. Dude, so he can win every week.
0: Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah.
1: And whoever thought front row, winning every week we're in the same sentence and i'm not saying not, not a knock on front row but they have improved so much as a team even with uh having starting their truck team i think as they started their truck team and with the suit cup package i feel like their their team isn't terrible um heck they're running around penske cars every week
0: well uh, yeah. you know, one Harris one in Curtis. particular yeah that has a 21 yeah. inside of it and <laughs> I, I saw your tweet today would you like to share that with the <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a joke. I'm kind of pissed off in a way because, I mean, Harrison's a great guy. He's mature. I think he's a great human being. Um, But why isn't – I I get it. I know why Matty D's not in the car. But why isn't Matty D in the car when this this race he finished second in the 95 car, which wasn't even, like, a good car, I don't think. Right. Like, it was, like, on its way out. Um, And so you – you know he ran. He runs good. He ran almost. I think it was in the playoffs the year that they fired him, or it was close to making the playoffs.
0: Uh, Dude, he he almost card. won like three races in his last season. Every like, week
1: he was in the top ten. Every week that twenty-one car was a competitor. And I don't care what your opinion is on Matty D because he said, "Let's go, Brandon." Whatever. That that is what it is. Yeah. And I don't care. If, like it, you put that aside, his talent way more than whoever is in the twenty-one car right now. And yeah. so, oh,
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: Like, and and you, you saw it like Matty D was up there battling for the lead in the 25 truck, which that 25 truck should not be up there battling for the lead. It's not that like, even though he won a race last year, that team is not there. It's not. It's, it, the team used to run next to on point. Yeah. I remember it. Yep. I used to work wrong point and we would be parked right next to the 25 truck that would run twenty three laps down with us. Like our two labs down with us.
0: The the season before, Matty D took over that twenty five truck. I think Chase Elliott ran like three races in it, and his best finish was like sixteenth.
1: Josh Berry ran next to Danny Bone at at uh, at, um, Nashville. I remember being down there, and like I think Josh Berry finished twenty eighth, and Danny Bone finished thirty fourth. It was a really rough race. It was probably the roughest race for him. Everything was up after that, but uh, um, it was just like. He so that just shows to me that Matty D not only can race a race car, but he can develop a team. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. He's raced for a lot of organizations. I feel like he is very similar to Corey LaJoy when it comes to what he could bring to the table. Maybe, I think Matty D only thing that Matty D doesn't bring to the table is sponsorships. That's that's the right. only thing for some yeah, reason and, and he doesn't absolutely. market himself, and that's that's where he he fell at. But um, I think he brings good knowledge and and, and a good uh, demeanor on how to race a race, how to go about managing a race. Um, I mean, I know like last year we had issues with him, like breaking and stuff. Well, he's going to teach the team like, Hey, maybe we should, you know, focus on a different part here or, you know, he has knowledge because he's raced with so many organizations and Cup, Xfinity and even trucks. Well, and so, I feel like
0: we've been seeing that organization at least improving over the last year and a couple months. They,
1: way like they're they're a championship caliber team. I I, I mean I I in like a playoff caliber team. I should say
0: maybe not championship, but I think they can make the
1: playoffs um, this year if they keep doing what they're doing with the speed they have.
0: It it's possible. No, it's definitely possible. And, and they've and they've been looking good. So I can't I can't complain. I another I mean kind of going back just piggybacking off the previous. You know, one person that I actually give a lot of credit to that thirty-eight truck is Todd Gillen because yes, they smart guy. They finished that season so much stronger than they started, and then of course Zane Smith takes over. You know, Daytona the next year, wins right out of the gate, and then kicks butt all season. I think Todd basically showed that program that it was possible, and I think that was the whatever the the feather in the cap or whatever cheesy cliche you want to go with, but I think that's what. Basically, gave the comments to the team, like, oh, there's something here. And then, of course, you know, they get a powerhouse like Zane Smith in there. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. It so, changes the game. Yeah. No, it, which is cool. So it's, I, I do like seeing the guys that bust their butt and it's evident that they busted their butt and then they get the results. That is cool. And I think, I think you're right. I think there's a good chance that Matty D makes the uh, makes the playoffs this year with that team. And he's going to kick Go out me. some teams that are way more funded. He's gonna need to win. I'm not. He, I'm not saying he's not going to need to on win. him. You're but right.
1: It's the team, and if he's gonna make it in on points, you you better hope that Zane Smith wins every single race this year, or but or something like that. Because there's gonna be a lot of different winners, I believe. Um,
0: probably. I, I do I, believe. I, yeah.
1: I do believe Zane's gonna get probably six wins, but um, I do think there's gonna be a lot of different winners. So I think Tommy and Jesse can get one, and you know, probably uh, Chase Purdy. I, I keep forgetting who's on. I can't. I I kept forgetting. Nick Sanchez is a cobblest motorsports driver. Like I had no that idea is the It's still two car. throwing me off. <laughs> it throws me off. I, I did not know he owned the two. I figured that was uh I don't know, like just a different tar. I don't know. I just didn't think it was cobblished motorsports. Because
0: I thought he fast. only had uh Chase Purdy and um
1: Ian Wood or whatever. Yeah, Jack, Jack Wood. Jack Wood, Nick, yeah. Jack Wood, yeah. So they
0: said that Nick Sanchez is a Cogbush sports driver. And I was like, okay. I did
1: not believe that. But yeah, I, was, I was He had a lot shocked. of speed, too. Yeah, overall, it was
0: a good race. So. No, I, I I thought so, too. Um, so next week, we're kind of looking ahead to uh, Phoenix. And one of the big things that I'm actually really excited to see, and I'm hoping that, that this time next week we're happy with it, we get the debut of the new short track package next week. So we, we'll get a better idea of whether this works. And the the testing that they did last month, the drivers were saying good things. So that gives me... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Naive, maybe, but confidence <laughs> um, that that we may actually have something here to make these short tracks good again. I think next weekend is going to be a massive indicator for North Wilkesboro, and I think we're going to know so. what that North Wilkesboro race looks like after Phoenix. So I'm I'm like just praying because I want North Wilkesboro to be amazing. I don't care about Phoenix, but I want North Wilkesboro to be amazing. So right. I yeah, and and
1: if uh maybe it will may dictate if I buy the cup tickets or not. Well, that's true. <laughs> I
0: forgot. That's still an option for you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you're, you're cool. going to be doing some uh, cool content for the Racing Addicts that weekend too. Because I can't go, so you're going yes. to yeah, be I'm in gonna, proxy for us.
1: <laughs> I'm going to produce stuff for for our page, and uh, I'll do some stuff for for my TikTok that's been going on recently. And uh, well, I'm going to be producing a lot of content. I, I just know this Love year it. we're going to be we're going to be on it this year. We're going to be doing a lot of fun things. Uh, I hope we could do some interviews with some fans and like, just kind of have some trivia.
0: Oh, I can't wait. can't wait. And we're going to, we're
1: going to have so, fun, so much fun with it. And honestly, if we could get down there before Charlotte weekend, if there's a weekend, I guess Dover is before that. Dover.
0: And yeah. And, and actually I guess uh, now's a good time. Like if, if any of the guy, any of the people that are following us on the social medias, listen to the TikTok, whatever, yes. reach out to us. Damn. If you're going to be at Dover, cause we'd love to, we'd love to maybe come see you at Dover. And, uh, like, yeah, because we're going to be, I think we're going to try to do some cool uh, content stuff there too. So,
1: yeah, like, so, uh, like, people like on TikTok, I see them doing other things like asking people questions, not really in the racing industry, but like football and things like that. So I'd love to go around and just like ask fans like who they're rooting for or like trivia them like who's want you know who has the most wins here at Dover and you can win like uh, or how old Justin Algar you know yeah 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 <laughs> things like just fun <laughs> things like that and then honestly I could see us doing a pre race show um we can go live either on TikTok or uh, on YouTube or something we can we can make it happen or even on Facebook we'll figure something out but a lot of fun things to score all in, this year yeah. yeah we're gonna make it happen we're gonna make it happen this year.
0: Yep. And, and it's all, it's all for us fellow race fans. So, you know, um, yeah, just come, come do stuff with us guys. We want, we want to make it fun. You know, that's, yeah. That's reach the out. Yeah, reach out. We
1: would love to to have you on. Um, we, we can make some, some fun content with, with you, our, our fans and everything. So
0: heck yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Is that right? I think Dover is first on the list and then Coke 600 weekend.
1: Yeah, I think so. I might go. To, I might go to Martinsville. I don't know. Depending on uh,
0: you may break down and do it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it just depends. Like you know, I have a lot of interviews next week for for jobs and things like that. So um, it just depends on when I start. You know, get, working a new job and things yeah. like that. No, or that's VTO. that's a good
0: point. Well, and and again, after Phoenix, maybe we'll have a little more confidence rolling into some short tracks.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a huge dictator um, on if. If I'm going to go to Martinsville uh, yeah. in the in the spring, I think fall I'm going to go either way. But I'm pretty optimistic. I saw the the rule change uh, announcement last week, and I yep. thought the 30 percent reduction on downforce is huge.
0: That and that's an enormous amount. Like a lot. Yeah.
1: If we had that today, it would have been a whole different race.
0: Oh, I agree. Actually, yeah. I wish
1: we would have just used that package for the mile and a half. So honestly, like I think that actually could work all over the place. Really.
0: There's small you know. spoilers everywhere. Just give me all the yeah. small spoilers. I think it's going to be all right. I think you that's a that's a significant
1: difference in racing thirty percent. If it was like ten percent, I'd be like okay, it's going to get a little better. But thirty percent, that's a huge thing. I think we're going to see something good.
0: That's a huge, and and I think so. Martinsville is probably the one I'm still a little bit worried about. Um, you know, the ones like Richmond and North Wilkesboro, I think are going to be really good. I, th- you know, so I'm I'm really excited to see what happens. And then obviously I'm really excited for Martinsville you, and obviously I'm hoping think, it's amazing. Cause I want, the, I want to go to the fall race. So do you think,
1: uh, Martinsville isn't going to be good because of how like not as banked it is. Cause I know like, like Phoenix and Richmond, they kind of have like different kind of banking. Well, it's yeah. Like, Martinsville is pretty like traditionally,
0: I, you know, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm worried they still have too much grip to make that track. Good. Um, and and okay. maybe I'm way off on that, and I and I hope I am. Uh, because well,
1: the, I mean, if there's tire wear and you put thirty percent well, reduction on downforce, you true. got
0: it. It's, it's gonna
1: change everything, and you put put a little bit hotter temps out there, which usually the fall race isn't hot, and usually the spring race isn't hot. So, you're either gonna have a cold race that you're gonna predict, most likely will have that. You better have some tire wear. This package I think would work, but if you don't have any tire wear, ain't gonna work.
0: No, and. Uh, but what was it like around lap 80 in the fall was incredible because that's when the tires finally wore off. So if Goodyear can find a way to bring that metric up, you know, yeah. I, I think that's going to be a game changer too. Cause it was, it was usually around lap 80. It would start to get good. And then they'd pit it like lap 95. So it was like, well, all right, well we got like 10 good laps of racing. All right, everyone chill out. Let's wait another, <laughs> let's wait another 70 or 80 laps before it gets good again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the key to having a successful Martinsville race. But I at least NASCAR is making an effort to uh, to make some changes. So.
0: No, you're right, and and I appreciate that. Um, for the ADD moment, I am watching the uh, World of Outlaw Sprint Car race at Volusia. They are at Volusia making up for all the rain they had a couple weeks ago. And uh Carson Macedo pretty much was gonna walk away with this thing and they just had a caution with two to go. So they might actually be a pretty interesting finish here. So hopefully we're still recording and uh you know we can actually maybe comment on, that. on that. Yeah. But it was uh it's Macedo and Celtsy first and second right now, so pretty cool. And um uh Port Royal had season opener today. And uh it, I thought that was next week. No, it, it was this afternoon, and it was uh I mean it was okay the track wasn't that wide so air was huge because you pretty much had one or two lines so either way air affected you and um the the guy that was running away with the lead he caught lap traffic done and he dropped I think he ended up finishing fifth uh, it actually was a pretty good finish thankfully because of the lap traffic but they had they had pretty good rollout it's still it's hard when it's this cold out it's hard for tracks to be good because there's just too much grip on the on the short part. But. Well, like next weekend, it's supposed to snow, and, and at-laws are coming. So <laughs> right? I don't know
1: how that's going to work. It's going to be terrible. I mean, not not saying the race is going to be terrible, but just just I don't the know conditions. How, I don't know. <laughs> they might have to postpone it to Monday, Tuesday, and hey, I might be around. <laughs>
0: Hey, for that, I'll go. I'll go. I'm, not, I'm still not going to Williams Grove. I, I th- We'll record
1: the podcast on Monday next week, and then we'll go to Port Royal afterwards.
0: Sold. Let's freaking do it. I love it. I would so go to Port Royal on a Monday night. That would be so much fun. All right. Oh, shoot. Big old wreck on the restart. Oh, my gosh. One of them didn't get going, and there's a huge pile up. second, third, and fourth. The 11 of Cofoid uh, all but went over. He stayed on four wheels. Holy smokes! This has been kind of a dull feature, and uh, they're they're pulling a NASCAR here. Dull race gotta, and a wreck with two to go. You know, brings makes it all exciting. Yeah, the Casey Kane make it though.
1: That's that's the biggest question.
0: I uh, if he did, he's far down the list. I didn't. the okay. The running order is only so far down. Um, I didn't even see. I didn't see uh, either. So he he must be back there with Casey Kane. So it looked like Celsi and and uh, were kind of running away with it. So. Anyway, so yeah we're uh I think that pretty much wraps up Vegas I mean overall like what what grade would you give Vegas for the weekend
1: huh. I'll give uh man well, I'm not gonna be too harsh on it because it was a traditional NASCAR race we had every single element we had green flag pit stops which I know some people like to see um I'll give it a, a B minus I think B minus is a good good valuation just because um maybe we didn't have the lead changes we wanted in each race. I felt like other than the trucks and Xfinity cup races, we just uh, we just knew actually let me find out how many laps William Byron led. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was
0: it's like 170 something I think.
1: I um, I felt it like it was something
0: up there pretty pretty far. Yeah, but.
1: you're right, 176. Oh and Kyle Larson led 63 laps. So um so William Byron definitely was a deserved car to win. So, but yeah, I, I'll give this weekend a B minus. I'll give it a B minus.
0: I think that's a fair grade. Honestly, I was, uh, I was leaning there because I thought C plus and I was like, C plus, ah, B X, Xfinity and, and trucks were pretty, like, it still had good parts. So I was willing to, I, I was willing to bump it a little bit to, to yeah. B minus. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. And I was oh. looking
1: at the results from uh, last year, Phoenix. And uh, could you guess the top three at this race? Do you remember the top three? And the Cup working? Series at Phoenix? Cup Series, Cup Series, yeah. Uh, Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot about that until I saw the results.
0: Logano and Chastain? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Chastain, I think, was one of them. Um, hold on. Okay. Yeah, because I know last year, Trackhouse just, like, kicked everyone's butt for, like, the first 10 weeks. So I just assumed. Oh, they're showing the replay here. I want to see what happened. Oh, Seltzie, Seltzie, uh just didn't go. He was running second, didn't go, and Kofoid ran over the back of him, and uh, whoever was fourth, sorry, I missed that, just piled right on in. So while you're looking up that data, I'm just going to run the play-by-play for you for the World of Outlaws. Yeah. Uh, so Celtsy so, uh, and uh, Kofoid just, uh, just went to the pit areas. Looks like they came back on the track, but they're going to be last with two laps to go. So anyway, back to you. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, uh, Chase Briscoe was first, Ross Chastain was second, and
0: Ty Reddick was third. Oh, uh, dang it. I was so close. I was, yeah. Ah. And, I,
1: and I don't know, man. Do we, do we see Chase Briscoe next week doing the same thing he did last year?
0: I don't think so. I think SHR is still missing something. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm way off. I, I, I saw, I saw Briscoe come back from absolute garbage last week and manage a, a top 15 or whatever. So that was impressive. But that, I mean, apart from Kevin Harvick, SHR just was out to lunch today. And yeah. I, I don't know that you go from that to top five contending for a win in, in one week. I know it's a different track, but man, I, to miss the boat that hard, I just don't know.
1: Yeah, I I can see him maybe rebounding and getting some momentum built, but I'm not sure if he can go out and just win. Um, I know last year he was a lot faster in beginning of the year. He led 101 laps last year.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Blaney really led good. the most laps.
1: Blaney <laughs> led the most laps, and uh,
0: oh, you know. what a shock! Yeah, I know that's a surprise. <laughs> I uh, so someone posted a meme last week on Twitter, and it was like the race timeline, and the first third of it was. I, I love everything. This is the perfect day. I'm so excited. And the last two-thirds was, I hate my life. I want to kill myself. And then it the caption was, my life as a Blaney fan. And the accuracy of that meme, dude, is just on freaking point. <laughs> Man. And it's like,
1: and I'm not knocking Ryan, but eventually these cars are going to go slow for him. Like, he's going to have a rough spell. Like I mean, I'm not saying he won't be fast every week, but you know, all teams go through a season that's like oh, not
0: sure. I mean, there's got to be a slump, yeah,
1: yeah. And he's fast; he just can't convert because something happens.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and and honestly, today was actually a little encouraging because they to be how far off they were, and they got it to a place where actually before that last caution came out, he was back up to seventh, and okay. he was. I mean, he was catching cars because on his own, he went from, I think, 13th or 14th to 7th on that last run. Um, and then big shocker, they pit with two laps to go, and he came out like 17th. So I know that's a shocker out of that 12-pit crew. But, and then he ended up, uh, I think he ended up 13th. But just to see kind of like the not completely throwing the race away and coming back was, was a little bit encouraging. Even though like the finish isn't there today was a better day for that number 12 team than what they've had the last couple weeks. So, um, you know, in, in a weird way, I'll take it by the way, uh, Carson Macedo just won in case you're curious.
1: I'm not surprised now
0: <laughs> it's, and, and apart from that wreck, literally nothing happened in the future. So we just covered it. We covered the entire world of outlaws race, which was Here nothing happened. So <laughs> you're welcome. Race fans. You don't even need to watch it now. <laughs> Bet on it.
1: Bet on it. Bet on it. Welcome to Bet On It, and uh, we're excited to talk about Phoenix this weekend. Let me tell you guys, Las Vegas was a disaster, and I apologize if I had any influence on your picks last week, but I can guarantee you this week we're going to do a lot better because we just have to do a lot better than we did last week. Joey Logano got wrecked at Vegas um, after I picked him to win the conspiracy theory of Penn uh sponsor car winning the race, did not work out. So obviously conspiracy theories might not be real if I talk about them. Um, but Phoenix is this week, we got a new package. We gotta put that into effect. But I got my my eyes on Harvick this weekend, last season, um, and, the, and the four car, and this is his best track combo. I think he has the most top 10s in a row here at Phoenix. I think it's 19 top 10s in a row at Phoenix. So if you're going to put someone down on your fantasy list, if you're going to put someone down on some, some money, it's Kevin Harvick. Um, as far as a, you know, daily fantasy standpoint, I'd also say Todd Reddick is always fast at Phoenix, it seems like. Even in Xfinity, he was really fast here. He was fast here last year in the eight car. Um, But I think, you know, that 45 car will be quick next week. Redick is not going to go another week with issues. I can't see him starting last again, but if he does, that'd be good passing points for DraftKings. And then my other guy, I think that's going to do really well. And I think he's actually going to be doing, uh, I think he's going to execute this weekend and it will be Ryan Blaney. I think Ryan Blaney would be another solid pick as far as for bets. Uh, Odds are not out yet, so I cannot uh, elaborate on that. But those three guys, Reddick, Blaney, and Harvick, I think is the three ones to watch. Um, And Alex, do you have any picks that you think are going to happen this weekend?
0: I mean, I always pick the number 12 cars, so clearly you're just teeing that up for me. That was so nice of you.
1: Well, he's fast every week. It's just a matter of converting. But I know uh, last year, uh, yeah, last year's race, uh, the championship race, he was really frustrated about losing that
0: race to Joe Zagano. He was, and, and and he is consistently fast at Phoenix. He just
1: like he is. he's think,
0: he's the one that spoiled the championship four run down the year before because he beat. Yep. I think I think he finished third and beat two of the championship four guys. Um, obviously, he. Dang, near won the thing last year. I mean, he's just always fast at Phoenix. So yeah, I think the twelve's a a great bet. But I know it just doesn't mean much coming for me because I think I pick him like three quarters I of the time. You
1: <laughs> do pick him a lot, but I'm putting him on my fantasy this week. I don't know about you. Um, I've not used him yet this year, so I'm going to be using him uh, this week. And uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know who's picking first, but i i I'm probably gonna go with the twelve car if if it's my ring because I guess my driver finished last this week. I picked Joey Logano, finished thirty sixth place so i'm picking I'm picking first so Ryan is gonna be my pick to win the race this week, and um no bias there. I just think he is due, and I think he has he's gonna collect it all together and hopefully his pick crew does not screw him over
0: again no i it's a great pick, and uh, I pick equally hope that equation? yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you take the pick out of the equation, he wins the race. It's going to happen.
0: And so. and honestly, they put together a really solid race last November. It just it was so hard to pass, and you know, I I maybe there was some team order stuff. Maybe there wasn't. We don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean that was obviously a little frustrating. So that that is an incredible pick, uh, man. I I really don't know who to go with. Uh, well, man.
1: I can tell you, Harvard's pretty
0: good. i know and he's the one i'm leaning towards but every time i pick him he lit he lets me down i'm not
1: sure if he's gonna win but i think he will get a top five i really believe he has gonna have consistent speed he's building momentum he's kind of quiet this year but i think this is one of the races he's going to emphasize on because it's his last season i think he really wants to get that a few wins for his fans um
0: no that's that's that i mean that's a really good pick um Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna YOLO it, and uh, we're just gonna go with Kevin Harvick. I I think that's. I I think it's a good pick, and and again, I'm just man. I'm maybe it's just out of optimism, but I'm just hoping that Ford show up (laughs) this weekend, unlike they did at uh, at at Vegas today. So, um,
1: well, I got some dark horses, and I think some dark horses I did not talk about that you guys could probably consider depending if you're playing daily fantasy or you're playing on um, NASCAR.com. Ross Chastain is really good at Phoenix. He finished second in the fall race. He finished second in the spring race with this new package. He's an aggressive driver. Less downforce means you can drive it in deeper. Well, yeah, I think you can drive it in deeper and and rough some feathers up, and he's not afraid to do that here. Um, I think Ross Chastain could be a sleeper pick if you are looking for someone to get that top 10 for you. Um, And I also believe... And Kyle Larson's usually really good here too, but if your salary cap is max and you want to save him for another race, don't be afraid to do that too. But I think Kyle Larson can also be really fast here.
0: Yeah, and and I would even expand to say, uh, track house in general has a lot of momentum going right now. We saw Daniel Suarez come back for a good finish today after being, you know, pretty rough at the beginning. So. I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I love the Chastain pick, and I'll even, you know, maybe add on that, you know, the 99 or the one might be both solid dark horses.
1: Yeah, I think that's your dark horse team for this weekend, and then uh, I know Corey. I'm not trying to be biased. He has a lot of good finishes this year so far. Finished top 20, I think, in every single race. Which uh, two years when, ago when he raced for Spire, he only had eight top 20s all season and they have already been three for three this season. So a lot of, a lot of good momentum with him last year, he blew a tire and finished last place. So maybe they don't have the best package here. Um, But if anything has pointed to momentum, if he keeps carrying it, I think he can get another top 20 this weekend. And I know with our NASCAR.com picks, you got to be careful how many times you pick people. And I know you're not picking Corey 10 times a year. So uh this could be a short track and that team wasn't too good at short tracks last year but like i said check practice speeds and uh this this new package man i think could change uh, change it up a little bit
0: yeah and again we're seeing we're seeing something new out of that seven car so i like it um hey guess who finished third place tonight in the world of outlaws race Casey King. Casey King. I oh, just saw him getting an interviewed, and I was shocked. I'm like, "That's oh crap, you third. Good for him. <laughs> uh,
1: he, he needs that. Uh, he's a good guy. So,
0: so. Corey finishes <laughs> top twenty, and Casey Kane finishes third in the Outlaws. This is a good. This is a good night for uh, for you, Mitch. So
1: hey, I'm I'm all for
0: it. <laughs> do you do you want to? Uh, so let's look at Xfinity's. Um, let's see who had the worst pick for Xfinity. Um, I did, so I'll go first. And uh, I'm picking the King of Phoenix and just embrace the bias. Don't even care, Justin Algar, number seven, Victory Lane at the uh, Phoenix International Raceway, even though that's not what it's called anymore. So, what what, what are you thinking for Xfinity at Phoenix this weekend?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Justin Algar is probably your best bet. Uh, you know, John Hunter's pretty good at Phoenix too. Um, pretty sure he's done really well here. And I think junior motorsports as a whole has a lot of speed here. Um, you usually do junior motorsports in, in, in general just has a lot of speed everywhere they go. It seems like uh, these, these last year and a half. So I think yeah, the I junior sports guys are going to be up front, but I think overall um, I'm going to go with John Hunter. I just think if he could just manage the race, he will win a Phoenix. It fits his style of racing. It's a Joe Gibbs racing style uh package they won the championship here with Ty Gibbs last year. Uh the car hasn't changed a whole lot. So I think uh I think they're gonna be fast. Um but all guys I mean Junior Murder sports is just gonna be fast too but I think it's gonna come down between all and John Hunter. It's a good pick.
0: No, no great great pick. Great pick. So so trucks
1: I don't understand why they went out to Phoenix. Oh my god. I don't understand why they went out to Las Vegas for just one race. Um it doesn't make sense at all. Why wouldn't you put them at Phoenix? And it seems Alder like they Club? could
0: have done the impound thing that the Xfinity teams did and just drove the hauler over there yeah. and parked it.
1: That's that's I don't understand what they did. And they certainly like saved the teams money, but if you wanted to save the teams money, you wouldn't drive them out there for one race. Right. There's a reason why a lot of teams didn't show up this week. They didn't even have like a full field because it doesn't make sense logistically for them to go out for one race. But if you give them a tow package deal and they can race the Club Phoenix and, you know, Vegas, uh, and give them a bonus for participating in three of those races. Why not make it a package deal for your, for the fans out there? You know, I don't, I don't understand that. If you're going to go to Vegas, you should go to go, go to the other two races. That's my little uh, dilemma with NASCAR right now.
0: No, yeah. no, I get it. It's a good, uh, it's, it, it's a good thought. So, um, yeah. So, uh, just a, a quick review of our picks from last week. Uh, in the truck series, I picked Kyle Bush. David picked uh, Ty Majeski and Mitch picked Matt Crafton. So obviously, uh, Kyle Bush pulled that one off. Woohoo! Yeah, come on, buddy. Thank you. Yep. Uh, in Xfinity, David picked Justin Allgaier, I picked Josh Berry and Mitch picked Kyle Bush. And surprisingly, you did not win that. Um, I really thought Kyle Bush was going to pull the three-peat off this weekend. Did not happen. Uh, so, David actually won that with Justin Allgaier, who finished third. So, props to that. Okay. And in uh, Cup Series, David picked Kyle Busch. So, somebody picked Kyle Busch for every single race. That's that's kind of cool. I forgot about that. I picked uh, Ryan Blaney, and you picked Joseph Logano. And uh, I believe I won that? I th- maybe? No, Kyle Busch finished better. Yeah. So, David won that. So... Yeah, that was kind of our our picks for Vegas and how we did. So uh, consistently all over the place. I feel like that's how we normally are when we have our race picks. So yeah, kind of about the same thing. So anyway, uh, wrapping up the weekend. Any uh, any last thoughts on uh, on the weekend happenings, Mitch?
1: Yeah, I think uh, looking forward to Phoenix. I think it's going to be a good race um, overall. I think you're going to see. A lot of green flag runs again. I think you're going to see some long green flag runs in the Xfinity race, uh, cup race. I don't know. It's kind of unpredictable, but I think the Xfinity series, you're going to see like a one caution, you know, stage. Uh, at the, you know, like like there'll be a one caution between each stage, which I guess is quite a bit, but um, you know, I don't think it's
0: going to be too wild, but we'll see. So, no, I agree, and uh, and same here. And I, the big thing I'm excited to see is the cup serious short track package. And I'm just praying and hoping (laughs) that this time next week we are happy. So um, thanks for joining again, man. Uh, Obviously remote this weekend, but, but appreciate you having you here. And uh, hopefully next week we'll have uh, the whole team together. David was uh, busy tonight. Plus he has to wake up at three 30 tomorrow morning. So obviously very understanding that uh, tonight was not an option for him, not criticizing him at all. So, but glad to have you, man and uh yeah i guess we'll see you next week on the racing addicts podcast
1: oh yeah we'll see you next week everybody have a good week and uh look forward to phoenix i think we should end the podcast (laughs)